The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. I don't have the jingle anymore, so I'm just going to do the jingle. I don't think that was the right jingle. <laughs> I noticed in the last episode the jingle was missing. I think that's because we only used, I'm guessing, maybe the Zoom audio on our end and not our recorded Zoom audio. So it sounded a little bit weird, I think. Yeah, it did. Um, we're we're learning, you guys. So we're we're using a new system. <laughs> First of all, hi Scout. Hi babe. They're probably like these fucking bitches are always learning. Like I don't understand why they won't get it together. Isn't that isn't that what life is all about? Isn't it all about learning new things? Yeah. Listen, I just spent three hours trying to figure out how to get on Squadcast, which is the, now the platform that we use to record because zoom is a little bit of a pain in the butt and a lot of steps how we would record before you guys is we would have our own audio zoom recorder and then we would use zoom the app zoom computer laptop whatever platform for our video but we would need that audio for our guests because most of the time we're out of town so scout and i both at home have separate audio recorders that we would then upload to our editor and then they would sync it and then they would edit it which they don't ever edit anything out i think twice in our whole 103 episodes we've had something edited out and it was only because we couldn't announce the person yet remember yeah the fact that you and i figured out how to do all of that well i don't even know if that's the case i don't think i I still haven't figured figured it out I mean, I was just impressed that I knew how to connect all of these things together. I mean, I did have to call you and say, what does your cord look like Yeah, that you have plugged into your microphone? Because it's, I only have Zoom recording equipment. I don't have stuff for this platform. So I'm trying to pull wires out of boxes and, and it's, it's been very informative, but I feel like I can get it because there's this other like editing platform that have joined forces. So Squadcast works with another I forget what it's called. I should know because it's, they are, they actually are the owners of Squadcast now and you can edit your own stuff on there. Oh, cool. So I can start like learning how to, I'm going to fucking do it. Learning how to like add in sound effects and like, you know, stock images and videos and like pull clips from the internet and make our actual visual episodes super cool. So I've been wanting to learn how to do that. There's a new podcast that just launched that our friends of ours and their videos look fucking fantastic. And whoever, in the studio? whoever, no, but they include like kind of what we were doing in the beginning, where what graphics we're talking about graphics, stuff. they pop that in, right? And I mean, they just started, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, your shit looks really great. So I think, yeah, we, but they started with a team assembled. It's not I, like I know. you know, I like, know, but now we do. Now we've got a like, team. Now we're getting there. We're getting there. But like we team. started doing this shit before people were like, like we started in 2020, right? Yeah. I mean, 2021, like, you know, we, we definitely have just like basement floor level grinded it out. <laughs> I mean, look at Steve Jobs. You saw that movie. I mean, look how they started. They started fucking putting shit together themselves, like in a, you know, in a garage. I mean, that's. I think that's like shows how much we're invested in trying to do this when 
our husbands and fiancés want to fucking strangle us for know, how many times we I have know, to ask them. I know. But I really want to do it by myself. Tom's been working with me all morning because I've been doing – so now – now press junkets are not in person with all these interviewers coming in and you're with your fellow castmates and you have a whole day yeah. of press. Now it's like sit in a Zoom room that the PR team has set up yeah. and then there is – it's like an audition now. It's like there are – the interviewers are sitting in a – another private room that is connected a virtual room virtual room and then they will be allowed in every 15 minutes to come in and do and i mean we had about like i don't know like 40 total like that's crazy but i guess like yeah you wouldn't probably get through that amount at a press junket in person this is for a creature was stirring a creature was stirring yeah the director and that what we had else was week. doing who else was doing the junket? Was everybody in, in the room and was taking questions or was it solely for you? It was just Connor, Damon, and, and I. So, But normally I do them by myself. It's like a press junket day. Yeah. Like every movie that I'm coming out that like I usually – but this one was the first one that where we have, have multiple, which is really, really nice, especially since my voice is going – I've only done what you're doing. I haven't done like in person, I think, since we did Halloween. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's been that long. But isn't that so I've done what you're doing, but it's never with other casts. It's always just me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time that I've done it with other people. That's nice. At least you have some of the weight lifted a little bit if no. you're like, can't talk about the same <laughs> shit. So let me ask you, I was thinking about you while you were doing it because I know you were like, oh my God, were the questions different? Or were, was every single interview the same? And do you think that what makes a great interviewer is someone I was thinking about, like for me, the two greatest interviewers that I have listened to and grown up with is Barbara Walters and Howard Stern. And I feel like it's because they were empathetic and they were connected in a, in like in, the, in their presence. You know what I mean? They like got, to really sort of vibe them out and, and that allowed the person to sort of open up about stuff. But they also were super confident in their ability to not get too emotionally invested in what the celebrity was talking about. So it didn't feel icky to listen to, like it wasn't too emotional. Mm -hmm. Like I've been to it, like what I went to, like going to therapy, you know, like you go to a therapist and the, a good therapist is the one that feels connected to you is listening to what you have to say, but also hearing and speaking as well yeah. and has a level of empathy without getting too, for me, when someone's too like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Or, you know what I mean? Like I, it shuts me down. I don't, I remember when I went to therapy after my friend John died and my therapist started to cry when I was telling her the story about my friend that had committed suicide oh, man. and I never went back to see that person Yeah, because yeah, there's a fine line fucking weirded out. Yeah. And I no longer was allowed to be vulnerable because I didn't feel like it was a safe space. So do you, do you think that that's why some, maybe some reporters or journalists don't dive deep into those few minutes that they have with celebrities and just ask the same shit? Well, I think we're just used to like the same formula, you know, of an interview. Like, I mean, well, even, even the interviews, the guys that were doing the interviews, they were even like, this is my fourth one today, you know? So it's just like, they're probably just in a rotation. You can tell when an interviewer hasn't done their homework. <laughs> of course. 
on when they say the things people. like so tell me yeah. how did you get involved in like the horror movie world yeah. and you're like well um so I did this movie called Halloween yes <laughs> but because I've been like because I've had so many movies come out and I've been doing a lot of these press junkets it's almost the same familiar faces that I've been seeing right. which is really really nice that's good and that makes it comfortable yeah and it's I mean I've noticed in in these press junkets like a lot of people are know who I am and know where I come from and, and you know, all that. So that's been really, really nice. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I don't know if, if, you know, I, I like sympathy and empathy when it comes to therapy, but I don't think I could handle if my therapist started like crying amidst oh me God. telling a story. Yeah. There's a fine line. There's definitely a fine line. So I've been working on guys Texas Chainsaw video game. They are we just did four more days of mocab to bring you guys more shit. And it's I dude, it's really really fucking cool to be able to see the behind the scenes and and you guys have to wait. Do you know I've, I've never done a video game? Yeah, I know you've told me that. I don't think you would Isn't enjoy that crazy? it. No, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think you would enjoy it. No. Well, I like it. I think it's really, really fun, but it's really hard, you know, being murdered over and over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I I think I would want to do another kind of video game. You, like, Maybe not like, like where I'm shooting a, people. A romantic video game with the Hallmark cr- <laughs> makes come no. up with their own fucking video games. But can I just like be like Mario Brothers, where I'm just like waddle, 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 jump, and then like dive down into the into the sewer? I, I don't mean, think they did mocap for that. <laughs> <laughs> There's this fucking great show that I'm watching now called Toys That Toys That Mate. No, wow, Toys you're just now America. Up on that cheese. Oh my god, it's so good. It back in like 2016 or so. Shut up. Yeah, you're it's been on me. there for a while. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. History Channel. Yeah, have you done the films that made us? That just what go like deep dive. Yes. Into, okay, cool. Yeah, yes, yes, I love that. Goal. Oh wait, I think my best friend Davina does that show. Oh shit, because I I've seen it at her house, and I was like, this is an amazing show, and she was like, dude, that's my show. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a little bit slow to the game. I wonder if this is her show too. I just think I I want to watch stuff that teaches me something. Mm-hmm. Or watch mindless TV. It has to be one or the other. There's no like in between. It's hard for me to follow along when there's like a story or characters and like things like that. If it's a movie, cool. If it's a series, I just don't have time to finish it or I never get around to finishing it. Oh, that's all we do in this household. Dude, I'm trying. That's what I used to do before I had kids. When I'm home, I'm basically watching, I'm flipping between Fox News and CNN. (laughs) Because I'm fascinated worst by that. <laughs> <laughs> how is you know why nightmare? No, <laughs> because when I was your age, I would have said no, but it's my worst nightmare too. But I just want to see. It's not because I want to hear what's going on necessarily, because it's fucking traumatic. But I have to listen to it because I don't want to feel ignorant. Um, but I also love to hear the way because it's one channel apart from one another on my spectrum cable. So. I love to hear the different explanations from party to party based on the same story. Yeah, for sure. It's like hearing, it's like hearing the man's side and the woman's side. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it flip flops. Mm. I mean, most of the time, the red is the man and the blue is the woman, unfortunately. But it's really interesting to see how people twist shit on both sides. Mm-hmm. I and I know this air, episode's airing. So you after. like drama? <laughs> I just want to. Danielle was that like, bitch in high school. That's like, ooh, 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 <laughs> we go this bathroom. We can get the gossip here. Oh. Th- Okay, let me go to the guys. Oh, dude, I love, I love, I love getting all the tea. Are you kidding? (laughs) Spill the tea, baby. There's no judgment about it, but it's just like, I'm, I'm, it's just shocking to me that people are so convinced in their thinking process. Yeah. Like the people that are on, are either left or right are so, so convinced that there's no other side. So tonight, this is going to air after I watch it, but there's a debate between Florida governor and our lovely California ex well i'm no longer california governor so it's like extreme red extreme blue so i just can't wait to see the explosion tonight it's like i don't know anyway i won't go into politics but i just want to watch it my god that's one that's one where we are so different i stay as far away as possible from all the all that shit i'm way too sensitive and i'm like look at me i get flustered i get flustered if I if I know too much, I don't I don't understand half of what they're talking about. It's not three quarters <laughs> of what they're talking about, but I feel like I want like maybe I'll learn. Yeah, you know, like I I don't know, like I I don't know. I I just feel like if I watch it enough, I'll become smarter. I think it's from all those years of being fucking homeschooled and not getting proper education in yeah. history and government and politics and the stuff that like I was working the most right around like my sophomore junior year of high school when all of these things were really were really important and I just didn't get the education because I wasn't interested back then. It didn't I it didn't affect me I thought back then. I was way more into that's probably why I like English, grammar, theater, like all of that stuff. I was way 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 more into you know, learning, reading Shakespeare, reading books, writing papers, doing, you know, whatever it may be versus learning about the government. But now I feel stupid. Yeah, no, I, I trust me. <laughs> We've already talked about this on the podcast. I've, I've, I've struggled with that insecurity in my entire life since I graduated at like 14. One of the things I've learned that really helped me, and I learned it a, about 10 years ago, and that was I started to ask questions or be honest when I don't know something. Dude, I felt fucking weird even when I was at my gynecologist appointment and I was just getting everything checked in and I hadn't gone for a really for a while and I and I remember I, now I know why. <laughs> because these fucking people make you feel so stupid even when you like ask questions. Like I, you know, not to get super personal, but I was just like describing like what was going on. And she was like asking me all these questions about like, well, did I go get a scan here? Did I go do this? And I was like, no, I don't even like, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't want to say, I don't know what that means. You know, but she was like, kind of like approaching this. Making you feel. At one point I was like, because some, some other person was like a trainee and the, the whole, the, the camera was pointed uh, away. And so there was someone else listening in the conversation. Oh, there was, there was a, a student. Yeah. And I was like, ma'am, I was like, you're treating me like I'm a child here and I'm getting a little uncomfortable. Wait, wait, who, this is your gynecologist? Yeah. This was someone that had like been like, I, I'd gone to her twice in like, maybe like, like four years ago. Can I send you to mine please? Because he is, he's, he is, tr- no he is, way. nope. What? No fucking way. No way. Wait, wait, wait. No way am I having a guy do that to me. I can't. I, I come from molestation. 
I can't do it. I tried to do it in Louisville. And I was like, I can't. I don't think I can be like, I don't think I could have a guy put an instrument inside of like, that's not like a partner of mine. Like I just, I have. You know, he's delivered Shepis's babies and. I know, I know, I know. And Phyllis's babies and my kids. And he's got like the most calm, nicest, chill bedside manner. I think that's amazing. I think that's so great. I think I just still have issues with being molested when I was a kid. So I just prefer a woman, but not that woman. Fucking mean, man. She's so mean. I was like, can you get out of my vagina then? <laughs> See, you know what's so funny? I prefer I I prefer male doctors. Hundred percent prefer male doctors. I prefer male um, like yeah, like therapists and shit. Like so I get oh, it. See, you know, my male See? my therapist is a female. Hey. It's just it's I different. didn't need I was like, I can't, I can't with a therapist like talking about all like that deep of stuff. I'm like, I, the guy's not going to fucking understand. I think you should understand. Thought of someone like opening up my vagina and scraping my vagina. I'd rather have a female than a male. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm sure there's a lot of women out there. That get Do you know right? how many vaginas they see? They see. They don't. They're definitely not looking. No, they're I like, know, but still, I'm like, I, but you also hear all these stories <laughs> that happen. You know, what was that? Yeah, but I'm sending you to mine that's going to talk about like, like goofy random shit while he's like standing there. He's like the most, he's like the funniest, most casual, kind of awkward, like, I don't know. That's probably sounding even worse. Now you're like, I'm definitely not fucking going. He's like, he's like, hey, you seen the goofy movie lately? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what he would say. That's probably what he would say. I don't know. There's just, I, I don't know. There's just some things that I'm, oh, I just have never, well, also my mother, didn't really, I didn't really do that stuff until I was like in my late twenties. It was never taught to me to go and do all of that. So not, none of that was ever taught to me. Yeah. Wait, you never went to no, visit dude. a female, a woman no. doctor until you're in your twenties? No, no, yeah. I was raised as a boy. Oh. I was raised as a boy. <laughs> so I think that's also something to do with it as well. <laughs> Do you, do you think? Yeah, you know. Do you think maybe these these might be things that you should go back and revisit that may be still slightly in there somewhere that are need to come out a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I'm. I have an appointment on the fifth with your therapist. So there you go. <gasps> oh my god! I'm so excited for you. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, man. She'll probably be like, "Oh God, this I- girl." No. <laughs> First of all, she's mostly she. I would say ninety-seven percent, if not a hundred percent, of her clients are women. Just so you know. Oh, cool, awesome. Well, you yeah, know, it's me. all it's all I women mean, and my, a totally different vibe. My mother said it from the other side. You need to drop this girl thing and be better with women. <laughs> so uh, the fact she's that no she's no bullshit though yeah. she's no bullshit though you know she calls it as she sees it which you'll love she's got a trash mouth like us she's a Buddhist she's a Jungian analyst she's she's a psychoanalyst so it's different kind of therapy it's more fucking hardcore Wonderful. than regular talk therapy it's like next it's like the deeper next level shit stuff yeah. But, you know, I mean, she, she saved my life. So I, I miss her and love her. And you'll know why after you. She's, she's like Stevie Nicks to me. I don't know why I always think of Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac. You know, you talk very, very highly of her. Yeah, she's literally my, like, I mean, I, I put it this way. I got this tattoo on my back. I went to go to get a tattoo, you know, whatever, 
15 years ago of, I wanted a picture of my, I wanted my grandma, like this old photo I found of my grandma on my back. And I took it to the artist and he was like, it's a little bit fuzzy. You know, I don't really know how it's going to transfer. I don't want to do the tattoo and then have it supposed to be your grandma, but not really look like your grandma, which will be worse than if you just picked something or someone that you didn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Cause I was planning on a kind of the face there and I designed around it and stuff. So I don't know if you know, but the woman on my, on my side is just a random photo that I found while sitting oh. there waiting to get my tattoo on like Google, like oh. old, whatever I Googled, this one image popped up and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Uh. And literally have this image of who I have no idea who this person is on my body. But after I got it and it healed, I started looking at it and I was like, you know, kind of looks like my therapist. Kind of <laughs> looks like, like kind of has her vibe. So I kind of started to love it once I loved her as much as I did. And then I felt like what proper placement that I had her watching my back. I know that sounds kind of corny and cheesy, but. No, that's great. Someone that impacted your life, you know. I have a tattoo of you on my butthole, so. You do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, is, is each one of your hemorrhoids my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I should have said so. my sins. <laughs> that is so much better. <laughs> oh, so much better. But you picked you picked the butthole. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about my butt for so reason. Uh, you know butt. what? I um I think that is a wonderful time <laughs> to do our first transition into our ads, into our awesome advertise advertisers that help us make this show. I I think this is a great time as you think about those hemorrhoids in Scout's butthole <laughs> to go ahead and okay. have you have you wipe your tears from all the laughter and take a listen to some awesome sponsors. Okay, we're back. I have wiped away my tears. <laughs> I will never get that image out of my head. And you know, my kids are all they do is is like run around naked and get into other's faces and spread their butt whole <laughs> spread their butt cheeks and fart on each other. That's what's happening in my house right now. Oh my god, I can't wait till I'm blessed with a girl. That's gonna be crazy. I already feel it. I already know. Uh, speaking of when we were talking about drama earlier and and spilling the tea and gossip. There's a lot of gossip on the set yesterday because we got a lot of horror people together. And when we get a lot of horror people, especially like Kane and and Sean Whalen and, and myself, was it like who's was it like who's working on what or like the real? No, it was of more, like, Did you hear it was, blah blah it was, blah? It was not about our genre. So so sorry. <laughs> They're like, fuck, 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 get the tea, get the tea, get the tea. <laughs> but people were. Sean goes. Out of the blue, because I, I think Kane and I were talking so about funny. something disgusting. And then Sean goes, did you know that Nancy Reagan was known as the throat goat? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? And apparently this is like a known thing. Like Nancy Reagan was known for giving like the best blowjobs, the best deep throat. fucking blowjobs. Who did she give a blowjob to that anybody would know other apparently than her husband? Apparently, she um, no. Apparently, she was seeing someone's 
died. <gasps> Nancy Reagan throat goat. Yeah, please hold. Huge shit. Okay. A huge. Oh my huge god. Shit. Nancy Reagan throat goat refers to a series of memes inspired by a Twitter thread that argued over the sluttiness of former first lady Nancy Reagan in comparison to pop singer Madonna. The original tweet was posted in early December 2021 and inspired memes and reactions across platforms like Instagram, Facebook, going into the rest of 2021. So it was the Village Voice that highlighted the moment in 1992 biography, Nancy Reagan, the unauthorized biography, where it said that Reagan, quote, was renowned in Hollywood for performing oral sex and that she, quote, gave the best blowjob in town. The tweet reply received over 50,000 likes in three days time. Additionally, however, there was a tweet from July 3rd, 2020 that referred to Nancy Reagan as the throat goat before the December 2021 origin. The tweet shown below was posted by Twitter, then the user, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, she got like the president. Yeah. But I mean, she was with him before she got the president when he was. For them to put her on the same pedestal as Marilyn Monroe and say like, she took it all. (laughs) Like fucking good for her. Yeah, man. I thought that was so interesting and blew my mind. And of course I was like, what do you mean? And then the gossip. Is it weird? Is it weird to see? To imagine people that are older now giving blowjobs. Yeah. And do you think their blowjob skills are as good as younger people's? No, dude. I think it, I think it's like dancing. Do you know like dancing? You're like, you're like. How you're like a beat off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, pun, no pun intended. <laughs> so imagine blowjobs, you know, like this little. With like things, shaky Parkinson's, like work. shaky oh hands. <laughs> Is that awful? Hey, listen, that could be totally used. Why can't you use it? Use it for good. Why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> like blowjob or the equivalent. I don't know, things. but yeah, but it's also like, look at people want to have sex with younger, like guys want young girls, but young girls don't know how to fuck. Young girls don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like I watch whatever college porn or whatever, like 19, 20, 21 year olds, just to go like, wow, wow. They're so vacant. Wow. They really don't know what they're doing. Oh God, that poor girl. Like, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm critiquing it as I see it. I definitely think that the, the middle-aged women seem to kind of enjoy it more. Yeah, of course. And then it just kind of goes downhill from there. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it has to, it can't be the, it can't be the same. It's not the same. Obviously, no, but it can be. But, but doesn't it different. get better? It's not downhill. Sorry, it's just different. You're constantly learning sex. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be. Oh yeah, for sure. As you get older, your just things are not going to. It's like my hip flexor. I pulled my hip flexor. I'm like, okay, well, I'm living with that now. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be the same thing. It's going to be like, oh, well, can't do that anymore. Got to go do <laughs> this now. <laughs> this is my definitely thing. <laughs> Well, you just foam, just foam roll it out, bitch. Just foam roll it out. Foam roll it out, man. That's like everybody's like thing. Is like just foam roll it. You're gonna be fine. These things are like God's gift. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Last last night was like normally like foam roller night. Well, Dave's always foam rolling, but <laughs> so so normally like if we have sex, like I know like the next night he'll probably give me like a like a pass, like. It's all good. You know, like I don't, I know it sounds crazy, but I don't, I'm like, okay, cool. I can go to bed. I can go to bed at eight o'clock. Like it's not going to cut the topic. is not going to come up the next night. Cause he knows for me, I like to have 24 hours in between sometimes at least like 24 hours is like, you know, women need to like, 
I know it's ridiculous, but listen, that's why we're together for 12 years. Like our sex life has always been a priority and has always been good and gets better. So they were doing something right. Mm -hmm. I so yeah. So it was the first time that I like was like, okay, good. So anyway, had sex the next night. I was like, okay, go to bed eight 30. He's not going to give me shit. Like it's all good. No big deal. And then the, and then last night would have been the second night. So I was like, okay, I need to get out of Carter's bed and like go take a shower and like I'm taking a shower in two days and like go get in my bed with my husband and go to sleep with my husband, not my child. And so I went in, but I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Fuck. It was like nine o'clock. And then David came in from work and went to go take a shower. And I was like, oh shit, he's taking a shower. I know like he's getting ready for bed. And I hear like, you know, shaving and like all the stuff going on. Mm. I was like, oh gosh. So he got in bed and I thought he's totally going to make a move. And then he just rolled over and said, good night, babe. And he gave me a kiss. And rolled over and went to sleep. And Daniel was like, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I just have a hard time having sex at night. You know, I told you, I talked to Phil time. Like, it needs to be in the middle of the day. Unfortunately, today that won't be happening because it's 3.45 and right now is the time that I usually would be fucking my husband before I go pick up my kids from school. So that's not going to happen, which means that I can't go to sleep tonight. He's not going to kiss me and roll over and go to bed. He's going to be like, tap, tap, tap. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, "Ah." Two questions. How does David initiate? How do you initiate? And are there any turnoffs that you guys had to work through? No turnoffs. Yeah, there's there's nothing about, like literally there's not one turnoff when it comes to sexual or sexual advance, like none of that stuff. What are some turnoffs in bed, even from like past partners that are probably like, if I ever, if that ever happened to me again, I would vomit. <laughs> oh, I don't have any of those. I was listening to some podcasts and, and, and apparently it's very common for the male to want to roar. What? Apparently that's like a like something that's going on right now. I don't know if it's with the, the youngins. Oh, God. Like, I'd like, fucking kick you in your dick. I'm like, they're like wanting to roar or something. I was like, what? I was like, if no. someone ever did that. No. Like, that's no. so crazy. Only, well, I'll tell you that story after the, I answer your questions. So we usually discuss it. Like, we're very open about just, our needs. Okay. Yeah. Or we'll just be like. Like, I'm sure he'll come in here at some point and say, do we have a date later? Mm. And I'll say like, eh, and he'll go, all right, pass. Or, I mean, he never says, I never ask him because I already know he's going to want to. So it's always like up to me, which is usually most women, I think, too. Like if they want to or don't want to, we are the receivers of, yeah, it's a date. Yeah. Do we have a date later? Yeah, we have a date. And then I'm like, cool, no matter what, like I'm ready. So he knows like what, like. Okay, so if I fall asleep with the kids, he'll come get me up and like I'll go in and we keep our date. What if you like canceled your date on accident? I've canceled. I have oh. done it on accident. Yeah. And it's like and then I just make up for it the next day. I just make make sure that I keep my promise and like we we keep active mm-hmm. and it works both ways, you know. Again, it's harder on the woman for me in my relationship I feel because it really is up to me. Yeah. I'm the one that makes the decisions cuz he wants to every day. So I, it, it, it does fall on me, which is also could feel like a lot of pressure too, you know, especially when I travel so much and I'm tired and, mm-hmm. or I'm jet lagged or I've got a lot of stuff in my mind or, you know, a lot of like, he knows what the, what the things are. Like if one of the boys has a fever or someone's sick in the house, he knows like, I'm not, I'm a, I can't, I'm not there. 
it's just not, it's just not connecting. I've also been finding out lately that the, the longer I have like sex for, the harder it will be for me to actually achieve orgasm. Like yeah. I lose sensitivity like a man. Yeah. So if it isn't happening right away, which just means it's like not right away, obviously, but if it's not happening in the time frame that it normally does, I know like it's just my head and it's just not going to happen. And then I could pull out things and whatever if like I'm like, okay, well, this has to happen or I'm going to fucking punch somebody. Is he the type of person that waits for you first and then? Oh, yeah. It uh, needs to be me first. Yeah. yeah. Like if you were taking that long and he's like, uh, so what's going on here? <laughs> This was a really big issue that we had had, to be quite honest, in the beginning of our marriage, the first year, because, you know, David was a lot younger and we were having sex all the time to get pregnant. And, you know, it would, it would, he was, it was happening fast for him. And then it would just, it ended up being just like, okay, well then I, now it's a chore. So it's like, just do it. And like, I can't, you know, like you want me to come, but if I, if you don't, if you're stopping it, I may not then get there because talking about the man, like he may not then get there if I'm making him take a long time to get me off. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking to like, yes, that's a bonus. But really I was just trying when I was ovulating, trying to get pregnant. So it can get a little, the lines can get a little bit blurry and can get confusing if there's not open communication because, you know, he was getting resentful. I was getting resentful. And then those two things make you not want to have sex at all with each other. You're like, you're trying to have kids. You got the short little 48 hour window and then you're, you know, one's pissed at the other, or then it, it just like, it's, it gets, it gets complicated. So the best thing is to just really be open about talking about it. Yeah. Um, and saying what you need and what you want. And it's like, I mean, I'll literally be like, I have to get off today or I, I want to fuck later. And he's like, got it. He doesn't say that stuff to me. Yeah. He's still respectful of me and, you know, talks to me the way I would want to be talked to. But I know I can say that to him and he'll be like, bing, you know, hello, boner. Like, I 100% know that it doesn't affect him. Where it may, that may turn me off, mm -hmm. but it, unless I'm in the mood. That's another thing that guys got to be careful of. Don't get carried away. Like, just because there's, like, the time before you're swinging from the fucking chandeliers doesn't mean the next time it could be that way. It may not be that way. Mm -hmm. It may just be five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't Nothing's always have to be a production. That. Nothing's wrong with I think, like a nice no. minute, 50 minute session. <laughs> Except the gift. That's what my, my, my uh, marriage counselor had said. Except the gift. Like someone's like, I'm not there right now, but I want to take care of you. Except the gift that works both ways. Yeah accept it. Like, you know, maybe Tom doesn't want to have sex, but you're like, I've been stressed out. I need, like, I need to get off. Then, you know, you can, he could take care of you. And you're like, cool, got what I needed. You know, instead of going to bed resentful that neither one of you are doing it because one has needs and they're not communicating it to the other. Yeah. Speaking of, it's funny that you sent me that link yesterday that David sent me about the woman getting arrested on Instagram. You sent me the link about oh, the woman getting arrested for masturbating on the beach. Oh Yeah. Of course, it's Florida. I love it. But she was, but first, she was trying to deny it. It's like, ma'am, if that's what you're doing, but I didn't know you can get arrested for that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. She should have fucking denied it. The only yeah, reason why she got arrested was because she said something. Well, you also, no, people saw her. Yeah, but she could have been like, I wasn't doing yeah, that. But they wanted they to search her fucking bag. They can't. They cannot search her bag. Really? She would have said, no, you cannot search my bag. No, you cannot search my car. First, why the fuck would you want to do that? Like out in the, like she was, she was in the water on the sand 
like people are around, like, I don't think that would be my first thought is like, Ooh, uh, no, let me get my vibrator. If it was just her, like twiddling yeah. her key, like I get it, yeah. but or, or the bean, twiddling the bean. She wasn't drunk but, either. Like, it was just like she was wasted. No, she didn't seem drunk at all. Yeah. I wonder how long she's going to go to jail for. like that though? Other people watching. I mean, it's like my birthday, my birthday party at this desert spot cowboy bar up here on sunset in Hollywood. I had everybody, everybody was going to the smoking area or my hairdresser pulled me over the smoking area. She's like, come here, come here, come here. And I go, look, and the guy was like fucking, we talked about that yesterday too, jerking off. And I was like, some people like being watched. Don't do it when kids are around. No, of course not. But like if a man had been on the beach masturbating the same way she was masturbating, he would have been in jail, no questions asked, mm-hmm. and he would have been on the registry as a sex offender. Yeah. Well, good for her though. For like, like good for her, like that she went went to jail. And it can't be. Could you imagine? I call you from jail. I'm like <laughs> scout. Surprise me, dude, <laughs> scout. <laughs> David and I got caught. I was in. I was in Costa Rica. <laughs> And I got caught masturbating on the beach. Could you imagine? For, oh my god! If I'm going to get caught doing anything, it's going to be fucking not masturbating. Yeah, beach, I was going to say. Sure. Speaking of Costa Rica, I just got off with our tour. Are we announcing it right now? What we're, doing? we're not. We're not announcing specifics, but I did give her a date that I think works. I'm hoping it does because we requested it and it is available. But we are. We can announce that we are. We have decided to do Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And I have babe. decided to do Costa Rica based on everyone's survey in July. Yes, July. I love it. I love it. Great. May is going to be my wedding. June is going to be yes. my honeymoon. And then July is just going to be the icing on the cake. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> Three months in a row, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so what we're waiting for is their, is their pricing because they have to do the coordinating uh-huh. with the hotel and the food and the, all that fun stuff that we're setting up. There's going to be like a booze cruise and a hot springs option that's going to be really fun and like dinners and, and village walkthroughs. And all, there's going to be all kinds of fun stuff we've, we're putting together. So they have to just get back to us now that we've decided which one we think will work. And let us know how much it's going to cost. So we can tell you guys how much it's going to cost. And then we can all figure out if we're going to do this or not. And I think we're going to do it. I mean, I know we're going to do it. It's a matter of if we get enough people to do it. We've got to fill, we've got to fill 20 spots. That's easy peasy, bitch. Do you think? <laughs> yes. But what if I it's think expensive? I think we're going to, no, because we did everybody's budget, you know? Yeah, that's so true. We already we're going to keep it under everyone's yeah, budget. We already we got to keep it under. Yeah, we already know like what people's like the high end. We're not going there. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going to go way lower. Like, you know, this is like a vacation that people mostly take like every year or two years. And, and so we're going to Costa Rica together. We've never taken a vacation and, and with our, oh, so we're doing this as talk scary to me, you guys, this is as, this is for talk scary to me, even though we are who we are, this is for talk scary to me. And we wanted to, well, we were going to surprise you, but we shouldn't, we should announce that we're going to bring our partners with us. So they're just as much of a part of the show as we are. And I feel like they have their, you know, friend base and let's give the ladies some eye candy as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to be up in our bathing suits. Might as well, uh, you know, of course, David's going to be like, I got to hit the gym. Starting now. <laughs> uh, Tom and David are going to be like doing push-ups dance on with the our beach. Men. Use, use them <laughs> as eye candy. It'll be really, really great. It'll be fun. I just can't wait. I can't wait to just like get to know. I've never been there. People that we like kind of know, but like, they, you know, they seem to know us a lot more because of our podcast. And so I feel like we're going to kind of get a little bit back and be able to like 
really get to know a lot of these people. Like I've been, I've re like my Patreon separate from our talk scary to me. I have my top tier group and it's been the same, like 30 people for the last three years, two and a half years. And they're all friends. And I've introduced you to them as well when I've, they've come to shows and stuff like that. And, you know, we've, I've developed friendships. Like I just went with Maria to Disney world and then I've hung out with God, let's see. A lot, a lot of, a lot of the, of, of awesome. mostly the ladies, like I've gone to dinner with and, you know, hung out and Jack's came to, was in Boston and we've hung out and I've gone out to dinner with Melanie and like, you know, just, just created that community. So I feel super safe with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to do it with other people. Just remember guys, it is, when we do launch it, it is a first come first serve. So, but we have other things like we're, we're trying to figure out. If it's not doing another one of these, we've got other things going. So it's not going to be the only time you guys get to go on a vacation. No, no, we're gonna we're 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 gonna yeah, we've got lots of good things yeah, in store. Some- Speaking of, of of folks that we hang out with when we're at shows, yeah, you got it. And this is from Bo. I have a question. I haven't read this, Bo. So and I could see you in your car right now, like clapping that. We're going to read your question. Okay. Hi, Danielle and Scout. My name is Bo and I need some advice. I recently had a date with a 36-year-old. Mind you, he doesn't even look his age. I honestly thought he was 27 at first. I'm 24, turning 25 in February. I'm used to dates being an hour long and not really going anywhere as in terms of talking. Oh, as in terms as talking. But no, we sat there for over three hours talking about life. I felt such a connection to him and to him and I have had the same views on so many things. I'm such an old soul because people my age want to be out partying downtown. I'd rather be in bed watching housewives and in my robe, which is another thing he agrees with me on. Ha ha. He already wants to see me again. And I'm so excited to see him again soon. But my worry is that people will just judge our age gap and also about certain generational things. We will understand about one another. What do y'all think I should do? Listen, well, both of us can, can discuss this with you. So I'm nine years older than David and it, that that there hasn't been any issue because he's like a crotchety old man. So it totally works as far as our relationship. They're also the, the benefits for me have been things weren't as extreme when we would get into an argument about something. I had already had those arguments in my past relationships or stuff of similar topics. So I kind of had the tools to know how to work through them because I had already worked through them in past relationships which was good for me, but bad for David, because it was the first time that he was experiencing things like this. And it was hard for me to understand when I was like, it's not a big deal. Like, what are we arguing about? This is so stupid. Let it go. This is, this is what it was. This is what it will end up being. So I had to learn to kind of just listen, which I still have a hard time doing. And, you know, the only thing I've really seen in age is like pop culture. Mm -hmm. It's pop culture stuff. And if you're an old soul, you're going to know all the pop culture stuff. Like David didn't know who Corey Feldman was. You know, he doesn't know the TV shows I grew up with. He doesn't have the same, you know, he was born in 86. I was born in 77. So I grew up in the eighties. He grew up in the nineties. So while I know all of his references, he doesn't know all of my references. How's it affected you? Do you have that same thing with Tom? Well, I think it connect. first of all, Bo, I think a connection is a connection. It doesn't matter yeah. what your age is, what you feel for that person shouldn't, matter or you shouldn't hold yourself back because of an age limit. No, it's never with our relationship. It's never became an, an, an issue in some elements of our relationship. Tom is a lot more wiser in some elements of our relationship. I'm more wiser. So yeah, I, I think it just, it just depends on the person. Age is never 
come up except when we're making fun of each other. <laughs> just like picking on one another. There's never been like the men that I've dated that are were all older than me because I only dated older than me before I was with David. That's why I was like, let me try something different because this shit ain't fucking working out. Mm-hmm. We're a bunch of idiots with Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah. Well, it seems to be like a lot of men have Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, especially men that are like, you know, mid forties yeah. that have never been married. Mm-hmm. A lot of or it's complicated. I say so go for it, man. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. One life. Who cares? Who cares what anybody thinks? And then if it doesn't work for you, you tried it. Like it, like it doesn't matter what people think. I don't think anyone's like looking at you going, like, here's a great thing. Somebody said to me once and I'll never forget it. And I think you need to remember this moving forward. And this goes for everybody. Your opinion of me is none of my business. There. Nice. That's a good one. You know, it puts things into perspective. I don't give a shit what you think of me. It doesn't matter. I only care about my family, my husband and my children. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot it's a lot happier life when you stop caring what other people think. I know it can be hard it's at so times, but like right? whatever. This is from Nathaniel. Hi, babes. My name is Nathaniel. I just wanted to say I love your podcast so much. I could listen to you two talk for hours and never get bored. You are truly <laughs> amazing role models and deserve the whole world. Anyways, I have a friend with benefits situation going on with a guy. Let's just call him Jay. Jay and I have been friends with benefits for quite a while now, but we aren't dating. It's just that both of our lifestyles and ages are so different that I don't see him as being the one. However, we discuss rules that we are allowed to sleep with with others and whoever we want, yet I get a little jealous. I always overthink and end up getting hurt that he is for a fact hooking up with others, but I can't do anything about it. I'm so confused with myself because he's not my man, yet I'm jealous because I also don't want to officially date him. Should I just cut him off? for good to prevent myself from getting hurt? Or am I just too indecisive with what I want? Keep in mind, I'm 22 and he's 31. So that's another reason why we wouldn't work as a couple. I think I'm too young, immature, and still haven't explored myself. Meanwhile, he's got his shit together. (laughs) I always tell myself, should I stop seeing Jay for good and focus on my life? Yet, I'm always going back to him. I need self-control. P.S. This dude dude took my virginity, so maybe that's why I feel emotionally attached to him. And I low-key have daddy issues. Oops. (laughs) Always sorry for the very lengthy rant. I'll love to hear what you guys' opinion on this. Love you both. Well, first of all, you're very self-aware. That's amazing. I was not self-aware at 22 going, I'm immature. Mm-hmm. I I need. I know I've got things. This person's really mature. So you're already kind of off to a great start within yourself and your growth. <laughs> so I applaud you for that, Nathaniel. <laughs> That's funny. I think that this is just my personal opinion mm-hmm. that it's very difficult at some point when you're having sex with someone to not feel something. You can be as cool as you want, but you're, you're having, you're like sharing. There's physical things going on, like actual physiological things going on in your body and their body when you are having sex. So you're going to feel something. So it's completely normal to feel jealous. Yeah. I think also like, you know, we've talked about the cool girl syndrome, the cool guy syndrome, you know, is also, Same thing, thing, yeah. you know, and I don't know if you're doing yourself a disadvantage by playing that role and acting like it mm. doesn't bother you. I know that you, you're saying that he's not your guy and that's pretty amazing that you can like, 
but maybe maybe he is and you're just do you want him to be or do you not want him to be yeah but maybe he is maybe if you got rid of the fact that i'm immature and you're saying all these things about yourself maybe this relationship might be good for you i don't know who knows i think relationships that are in our 20s are here to teach us something so this may be a great lesson for you to realize that sex is a big deal and you need to take it not so lightly because feelings will get hurt and you are sharing your body and that time with somebody. I sound like a very old lady by talking about no, this No, but right it's now. good. Maybe, maybe, I mean, a lot, I feel like a lot of younger kids now feel like they can have multiple partners, you know, that a relationship is not a thing, but some, some people can, some people can't, it just doesn't work for them. I, I think most young people think that they can and because they're being cool and then they realize, whoa, this shit just isn't. And you may think in your 20s that you're that person, but get a little bit older and see if you're still that person. And if that lifestyle works for you, awesome, more power to you. Like I, it wouldn't work for Scout or I, but I know a lot of women and men that are, do have relationships like that. That's fucking great. I wish I could. I'm just, I don't like to share. I think you should just have a conversation and maybe you guys can iron it out together. And then maybe you guys will come to the decision like that we can't continue this because I'm not ready, nor do I think I'm prepared or have the tools to like sort of do an open relationship or maybe. I'm also curious as to like how, you know, does he tell you that he's been with someone intimately? Do you guys talk about that stuff because you're having sex as well? Is that an open conversation of, you know, when you last were with someone, I dated someone. I think he's just worried. I think he's because he opened the book of like open relationship because he knows that that's not for him. So it's probably, that's like, see, that would be me. If I was like cool girl and be like, yeah, open relationship, I would constantly be thinking about it. There, there is no way that I would not be thinking that he is he having sex with someone. Have, did he have sex with someone today? Did he have sex with someone yesterday? Like, am I special? Like, I would just be yeah too much. And that sounds. Like I mean, shit. I've I've I was in relationships where where I was dating multiple men, and because one that I was originally dating first and didn't want to date multiples was like, we should see other people. I don't want it to be too serious, blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, cool. So I started seeing other people, and then when that person then asked me you know, weeks later, if I was, had been with anybody else, I said, yes, I was dating somebody else. I had been starting to date somebody else and they freaked out. Yeah. And then the person that I was, uh, I was, had been dating with knew about this first person and acted like, I get it. I get it. I get it. I know that there's this other person involved. So I, I wanted to be honest about where I was in my relationship with who I was dating previously and then when they asked me, when was the last time you saw so-and-so? And I said, oh, I, you know, they, I went to dinner with them, you know, whatever Tuesday or whatever, a few days before I had had a date with this person, that person freaked out. Oh God, that would seem like so much work. It's a lot. And it's then a so lot what of happened? Work. So what did you do? Did you end up just like not seeing both of them? Going, I'm out. I'm out. No, I ended up seeing both of them and told them to fucking figure it out. <laughs> so that that's not my like, problem. I, I can't do this. It's not, that's not my problem. Like, I know I created this. I didn't have an issue I'm with two of them. They're the ones that had an issue with me dating somebody else. That's, that's, that's their own shit they've got to sort through. You know, if they wanted to be monogamous and make it just about me and, and commit to me, if that was where they were in their head, if they couldn't do it with me being with somebody else, then they should have had that conversation with me. And they didn't. They acted like immature children and just pitched a fit about it. So that's on them. 
nothing that I could really do. It's a nice place to be in for, for once, like to be on the other side of it. Yeah. You know, there's also a little bit of that, like, oh, you want to see other people? Cool. Watch me. I'll make a call. Do, 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 do. Hi, so you want to come over and go to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's women, you know, women. Yeah. We, we can. Oh, I was, I was watching something about, uh, they were talking about Magic Mike. Oh, it was Howard Stern. Howard was talking about Magic Mike and about the Real Housewives. (laughs) No, but I fucking love him. I love him more than he'll ever know. So he he loves watching the Housewives with his wife, and he loves talking shit about them. And there was an episode where the girls went to Magic Mike. I talked about it a while ago, Beverly Hills Housewives. And Howard was talking about strip club. Like, he just imagined Magic Mike being, like, a strip club for women, not really like it is, which is an actual show where guys aren't taking anything off. Yeah, like like, like a musical dance number, you know, with, like, guys in jeans. Like, that's that's really what it is. I don't think anybody even really got in their underwear, did they? Maybe one guy for, like, a second, then he was off stage. I don't even remember. The oh. guy coming off and giving everybody lap dances, he was in his underwear. No, he was in jeans rolled down, wasn't he? Was he was in his underwear. <sighs> oh, see? I, I, you know what, Scott? Yeah, I was making eye contact. Yeah. I was making eye contact. Uh-huh. I wasn't looking. <laughs> At a strip club where there are men dancing for women or men dancing for men, they're wearing like little fucking socks yeah. you know they're not they're not wearing jeans and they're not wearing like boxer briefs they're wearing shit that shows off their semi-hard penis so it's in your face and like that's gross to me I don't want any of that so Howard was saying like he doesn't understand women going to a strip club he understands men going to a strip club because men are paying for women they could never get but women are going to strip clubs and the men like if those women wanted to have sex, they could have well, sex. No, but yes, these are hot guys. I think it's like it's like men putting on a show for one. Well, yeah, it's duh. They're like, I bet you half the guys are gay. Well, it's not us in lingerie, like trying to grinding on their dick, trying to seduce our 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 partners. It's like, oh, for once, look at you're going to be sexy for me and put on a show for me and dance for me. <laughs> I think guys, I think guys dancing at, at strip clubs are, are like, they have more fun with yeah. it where women seem like, Oh God, there's that, well, we that do it all you know, time. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> is that because men are just visual? I mean, is that maybe. like what the thing is? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's also like a, it's like a dance, like a routine, you know, they're also like getting like a workout in, I feel like. <laughs> like if the guys, the guys that come over to you at Magic Mike and they like swoop you up and like carry you and they talk to you and maybe one of them has like a Southern accent or an Australian accent or like, or, or is kind and like kind of sweet. Like that's what really gets the women going. And then they, then they have good bodies and they dance around on you. And you know, you're, you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. I think that there's something that that gets triggered in the mind too. That's a turn on versus, you know, it's not like the women are talking to the guys. The women are not, the strip club chicks are not talking to the guys the way guys are talking to us. Something with the fact that they can't have sex with you. I think. What do you mean? The guy, the the guy can't have sex with the stripper? No, no, no. With the person. Like there's like with the women, it's like a strip joints that they can. There's like fucking Um, rooms where like you want it. Like men, it's not that way. Like women don't, I, we, we don't want to have sex with you, but like the fact that you, like, right. you can't, it's like, it's, right. it's a nice, like it's a te- it's like a tease thing rather than like we, you know, the majority of the time the fucking girls are screwing the guys. Do you think 
it's ever, do you think it happens where women have sex in those little rooms with male strippers? They don't have those rooms even. So. No, I don't think so. Unless it's like maybe, a, maybe one like coming to a bachelor par- party, like at the house and like they get fucked up and drunk. I'm like, who does it? I guess. You ever watch that show Gigolos on Showtime? No. Mm-mm. Oh my God. It's, you sh- it's, that should be your next one. You watch with Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's it's a reality show okay. about male escorts in Vegas. Oh, cool! And women hire them, and they show everything yes, that the woman excellent. wants, and shows them. It's the soft core porn, basically. Yeah. yeah, you see all of it. Apparently, there's like a I don't know what they what the name of it is. It's a, a guru man that just it's like it's a massage, but it's a massage to have an orgasm. Yes, dude. That's the guy I wanted to have on the fucking show. I wanted him to do it to us on the show. Bitch, you think David? Are you out of your fucking mind? Bye, bye, Mary. You can do it on. Bye, but you bye, can do it. Mary. But it's like, but it's like hypnot- hypnotize, and it's like he's just touching fuck. a piece of you. Someone else is making you have an. He's not touching you. He's not touching you. That person is making you think. Are you out of your mind? He can do it on Zoom. Are you out of mind? <laughs> he can make, okay, go pitch that to your husband and you report back to me. Yeah, I'd love to see how that conversation goes. You know what's funny? I didn't even think about it in that way. I know, but they are. Yeah, but why can't he teach my husband how to do it? Danielle, don't tell him that. Jesus. What, why can't he teach my husband how to do that? Like, what if it was just like through through the phone? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how is he doing it? He's hypnotizing them. He's not even touching them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. When, when this episode airs, I'm going to post a link to the guy that I'm talking about so everybody can see what I'm talking about. I think he actually does touch them, but only like their hand or something. He's not like doing anything. Yeah. I think they do, they, do, they do touch you. There's this guy on TikTok that does it. Well, they do it at Burning Man too, but you have to like connect. Tom and I took the class with a bunch of fucking people. Tom was making some weird ass noises. I wasn't. So somebody was touching him. No, or there was like, connecting it was with him? like trying to like get an orgasm, like like yeah. like Reiki sort of yeah, energy. Yeah, like apparently you can. Yeah, shift your. Energy. Was there a guy or a girl running the? It was a girl. The class. So you were okay with a girl doing that to Tom? What if Tom? No, no, no. Got at one point they asked for people to couple up, and you know, single scout would have this one girl goes hi. I was like, I can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. If do not. I will go by myself. <laughs> Walk away from me before you leave this class right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> so would you would you have been okay if you, if you went with that girl and the the would Tom have been okay for you to go with her if he would have gone with the other woman? The ho- the woman yeah, teaching so. the class. I think Tom and I have to work on other issues first before I'd be okay with that. Right. I think I'll get to Got a point it. where I think we'd be we'd, we'd love and trust each other enough, and it it wasn't like having fucking sex with one another. It was just like trying to teach to open up something within ourselves. I'm so curious as to how I would feel about David having that done to himself. When we do it, when I come over for for your Christmas party, we'll. Just have this guy on and we'll have our partners and we'll have a giant orgy in your your little studio there. I was like, <laughs> wait, where is she going with this? All of us on the floor, just breathing. 
Kelly. <laughs> to figure out we'll do a live. We'll do a live. That orgasm. <laughs> What's funny is the kids are going to be staying at my mom's house at my Christmas That's party, so it's just going to be the four of us. Holy shit! No, and you know no. we're doing no. uh, before we before we get off. Pun intended. I don't know what is going on with our sex talk today. So for my Christmas party, it says black rhino instead of white elephant because it's like a gift exchange. Like sex. So we do like, we do what it could, it's naughty or nice. nice. So whatever you want to bring, you could bring a naughty gift for under the tree or a nice gift for under the tree. I mean, oh my God. They have no idea what they're, they're going to be like, what am I doing here? This is an orgy. <laughs> Everybody will be drinking and having a good time or smoking or not and just loving life. on the flight at 8 a.m. the next morning to go to another. You'll be fine. Me? You'll be fine. I'm going to be fine. You'll You're hilarious. Fine. I'm going to be so hungover. You're used to it. You're used to it. Well, guys, uh, don't forget if you want to watch our video to join us on our Patreon and take a listen to us on the Bloody FM Network. Thank you, Bloody Disgusting, for your support and partnering up with us and for all of our sponsors. And see you next Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, motherfuckers. Bye. Happy Tuesday. Bye.